This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Don Lemon is a very famous anchor on CNN who spends a good deal of his camera time lecturing you and I for not being as moral as him when it comes to whatever the daily politics of the woke left are. He is also in the midst of a very credible sexual assault lawsuit that the media seems intent on covering up. In the post-Me Too era, why are mainstream media outlets so intent on protecting Don Lemon against this accusation, and why has CNN gotten involved in trying to shut his accuser up? To break this all down, I will talk to lawyer, journalist, and host of The Megyn Kelly Show, Megyn Kelly, who was the first to get his accuser on record. This is Rob Smith is Problematic. Okay, Problematics. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. This is going to get a little spicy because today we are going to talk about my <laughs> my favorite anchor in the mainstream media. Just kidding. Mr. Don Lemon, or as Tucker Carlson likes to call him, Don Lemon. I find that completely hysterical. So, you know, today, Problematics, we're going to get into this very credible sexual assault accusation, which currently exists against Don Lemon. I'll get into a little bit of that. But first, you know, before we get into this entire conversation, and I'm going to bring Megan Kelly on later, because she was the first to break the story. Um, She was the first to get his accuser on record, of course, because nobody else would. It would have to be Megan Kelly. But before we even get into all of this, I just want to make something very clear to my problematics before we get into it. Um, I am not jealous of Don Lemon. There is nothing that Don Lemon has that I want. This is not some sort of personal vendetta. I have met him very casually at a couple of media parties in New York City. We're not friends. We're not enemies. We're nothing. He just, to me, is 
one of the shining examples of the left and the elite, the elite and, and their utter hypocrisy. So this is what I'm doing. Like I, I, I just love exposing hypocrisy and, and this is all deeply hypocritical. Um, and I know there's going to be a lot of haters. Well, you're just jealous and all this stuff. That element has nothing I want aside from a couple of millions. Like, let's just keep it real. And look, trust me, I'll, I'll get there soon enough. Um, so a little background on this Don Lemon sexual assault. As a matter of fact, you know what? It, so the background is this. Apparently, you know, a couple summers back, you know, Don Lemon's in the Hamptons, got apparently very drunk at some bar, um, called this uh, straight male bartender over and pretty aggressively, I guess he rubbed his hands on his crotch and then, you know, put put his hands in the guy's face and, oh, do you like men or women? Like, just crazy things that you would expect, like just some very drunken, very entitled, sort of like liberal elitist celebrity to do. But instead of, you know, giving, you know, my take on this, I want you to listen to, um, this is the guy's name. The guy's name is Dustin Heiss. And I want you to listen to him speaking to Megyn Kelly um, because he, he told Megyn Kelly exactly what happened in his own words. So I walk around the bar um, and about five minutes goes by and he walks, he comes around the bar and comes up to me and he says, um, pardon my language, but he says, do you like me? Is that why you're with me? And I said, no, uh, I just wanted to say what's up. And I was just like, what's this guy's problem? And um, I looked at my boss and in that moment, he puts his hand down his pants and starts aggressively... Can you start that uh, over? Don, You're talking about Don. Go ahead. Yeah. So after he says, are you, do you like me? Is that why you're effing with me? And I said, no, I just wanted to say what's up, man. And I look at my boss and I look back and he has his hand in his pants, rubbing himself aggressively. And he shoves his two fingers up underneath my mustache, thrusts my head back and says, do you like? And he said it like two or three times after that. And I just said, what the hell, man? And I just ran out the back door. So, you know, this is uh, this, this guy, like I said, Dustin Heiss was a uh, bartender um, at a, you know, a, a bar in the Hamptons. And, and you know, I, I delete I um, kind of like bleeped some of that stuff out because we keep it clean here. This is a, the problematics is a family show. But look, he, he was basically Don Lemon when he shoved, you know, his hands down his pants, allegedly. Um, and, and shoved his hands in this guy's face. He was basically saying, you know, do you like men or women? Like, what's going on here? Like, are you hitting on me? Blah, blah, blah. Because before all this, um, the uh, the bartender had sent him over kind of like uh, a lemon drop as a joke. In full disclosure, uh, apparently this this bartender had made some social media posts. Like, I think that this guy's a conservative. He probably didn't like Don Lemon. And, and I guess that this is what CNN was using um, to kind of like try to discredit him or to try to say that he was making all all of this stuff up, whatever. But but here's the thing, and I'll get into this a little bit later. But Don Lemon has actually been deposed in this case, so they he's been deposed in this case. So he has sat down and basically testified about this. And as you'll hear a little bit later from Dustin Heiss, um, as a matter of fact, you know what? I don't even need to to you know play that clip. I will just tell you, um, CNN has offered him, or, or lawyers connected to CNN or whatever. Um, have offered him multiple settlements, the most expensive of which is around $400,000, right? 
So if this person was lying and this is just some crazy person or whatever, how does it get to this level to where Don Lemon is being deposed, um, CNN is trying to, number one, not only jump into the fray to discredit this man, which um, Megan and I will talk a little bit about later, but also basically, you know, putting up the money to, to pay this guy's settlement to try to shut him up, which I think is interesting. So to me... And when I, and I said this a little bit on Twitter, I think, um, you know, Don Lemon was trending on Twitter last week for saying something stupid. I, you know, this was, he's doing the race warrior stuff on CNN and he says, well, you know, uh, you know, white entitlement led, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse to want to protect his property or all of that other stuff. So he was trending. And I think I said on Twitter, I was just like, look, Don Lemon will say whatever Don Lemon needs to do in order, you know, to appease the woke warriors, because what a lot of people don't realize is that Don Lemon was like basically saying the things that I say um, in 2013. Don Lemon was hated by black Twitter and was hated by black liberal uh, liberals in the media. He was hated by these people just in 2013. Um, you know, I remember he would uh, he would have like this Don's take thing when he was daytime and he would say, you know, stuff about, you know, young black men pull your pants up and all of this other stuff. Like this is very, if not politically conservative, then definitely, um, a, you know, a traditionally lifestyle conservative, you know, point of view that he felt very comfortable with sharing, you know, you know, 2013, 2014. And in that era, I specifically remember just, you know, Don Lemon, just like, oh, he wasn't cool. He was an Oreo. He was an Uncle Tom. He was all of these different things that, that you know, they call um, black Republicans now, because I, I believe that at some point, Don Lemon was very much conservative leaning, because nobody says the things that he was saying on camera on CNN in 2013, that is not conservative leaning. And when you know enough about this industry, you know how it works. Um, these people are puppets that will say whatever um, their corporate masters in, in Time Warner Media will will say. So I believe at that point in time, he was being pushed to be conservative, but then the Trump stuff happened, and then all of a sudden, everybody at CNN got super woke and pretty much destroyed all of CNN's credibility You know, during the Trump era. So now, Don Lemon is King Woke. He is Captain Woke. He is married to a white man, not that there's anything wrong with that, but talks incessantly about how evil white people are, about how white men are the problem, about how racist and white supremacist white people are. Like he does this literally like while laying up under a white man every single night. Like I don't get the cognitive dissonance, uh, dissonance behind that. I guess he found, you know, just some self-loathing white liberal that is going to be married to somebody that, that says that people that look like him are evil. I don't know, you know, white liberals are just like, that is, you know, a, a different type of mental illness that I don't have en enough time to break down. But anyway, the media is covering this up. This is a very, this is a very credible sexual assault accusation. Um, Lemon has been deposed. The guy is on the record. He put his face out there. He has no shame. And then when I tweeted this stuff about Don Lemon last week, all the little minions came in. You're lying. Like, this guy is lying. He's a Trumper. All of this other stuff. Now, look, when it comes to this Me Too stuff, and when it comes to credible accusations of sexual assault, no matter which way they go, I am inclined to believe credible accusations of sexual assault. And no, I'm not talking about um, Christine Blasey Ford and the ridiculousness 
that America was put through during the Kavanaugh hearings, it will that will go down in, in history as like one of the most absurd and bizarre moments um, in this world. That is not a credible sexual assault accusation. Tara Reid's um, assault, sexual assault uh, accusation against Joe Biden, that is what I feel is credible, you know? I feel that by this guy being on record and putting his face out there and the fact that this has already made it to court in some capacity, there's something very credible about here. So the question is, why is the media protecting him? So not only is the media protecting him, CNN hopped into the ring to, and Megan will get into this a little bit later, basically smear and discredit, you know, this guy, Dustin Heiss. Um, And also, aside from that, you will get no coverage of this. Like Fox News actually won't even touch it, which I find interesting. So Megyn Kelly was the only one like to get this guy on record. And still, you know, this is a credible sexual assault accusation against a major anchor on a major media network. One which, by the way, lectures you and I every single day about how immoral we are if our politics don't align with them and lecture us about white supremacy and will lecture us about Me Too and sexual assault and all of that other stuff. And by the way, his buddy Chris Cuomo, um, you know, is, you know, got caught, you know, patting, patting women on their behinds, like stuff like that. So the question is, why is the media protecting Don Lemon? Why are they trying to bury this? Why are they hiding this? Why? And I do believe, because this is just how this stuff works, um, is that this guy will end up getting, this Dustin Heist guy, he will end up getting what I believe, honestly, and this is just me speculating, this guy will get a multi-million dollar um, settlement from this. This is what I believe. They're going to pay him to shut up and go away. And I think that's what's happening here. So the media is protecting him, and this is why. He is a sacred cow to the left. He is a black gay man, so he's a double minority. He's a dual minority. He's a twofer. I say that as a, as a twofer. Double minority. He has been placed in this position by the left. They have elevated him to be this voice for black liberals and to be this voice for gay liberals. And they need that, right? They need him there. And in order for him to still be protected by these people, he has to ride the woke stuff until the wheels fall off. And this is, and I truly believe, like I said, as somebody that's follow, that has followed his career, I do not believe that this woke stuff is who he truly is. I believe it's somebody that he is pretending to be in some capacity so that he will continue to be protected by the left. This is his penance to them. This is basically um, his ransom to them. And this is what the left does with people that are black, gay, both, lesbians, whatever. You say what we want you to say. You toe the line. You do this stuff. Even though you may not personally believe it, but if you say these things... And if you get out in front of a camera and say these things and we can use you to do this, we will reward you with millions of dollars in, in development deals. We will reward you with book contracts. We will reward you with a multi-million dollar CNN deal. We will reward you with all of the trappings of mainstream fame. But the only thing you have to do is you have to keep with the woke nonsense. And honestly, I think that's where Don Lemon is. I think that's why the media is protecting him. I think that's why he continues to say the things that he does. Because he knows that he is protected. Because he knows that he likely, he did this. Okay? And this man knows that he did this. And if this 
accusation wasn't credible, it would not have gotten this far. All right. So that is what I believe. So I'll tell you what, after the break, we're going to bring in Megan Kelly, um, lawyer, journalist, host of the Megan Kelly show on Sirius XM Triumph channel 111. She's going to talk with me about this. She was the one who broke the story. The first person to get his accuser on record. I will have Megan Kelly up right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am here with Megan Kelly. She is a journalist, the host of The Megan Kelly Show, which is on Sirius XM Triumph 111 from 12 to 2, five days a week, Monday through Friday. You can also find it on YouTube.com slash Megan Kelly. Okay, so I want to get right into this Don Lemon thing. So when I look at this Don Lemon thing, this thing should be blowing up all of the Internet and the media right now since the moment it happened. Um, you've got a big time CNN anchor that is being involved in basically a sex scandal in the Me Too era. And it seems like there is just this concentrated effort to actively ignore this. And if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But if I'm right, why do you think this is? No, you're 100 percent right. And you you take a look at there was some BS lawsuit that was filed against a couple of Fox News personalities, uh, I don't know, a year ago, within the past mm-hmm. 12 months. And it was front page and it was covered everywhere. And the media delighted in pointing the finger at a couple of my old pals at Fox News with no evidence. I mean, there was mm-hmm. nothing to the cases. And, and I think both of them have been dismissed. Um, this case has got not only a complaining witness, but an eyewitness who went on the record saying he saw the whole thing and it happened in public. I mean, it would be an extraordinary thing to make this entire thing up and place yourself in the middle of a bar while it all happened, right? We could be undermined by any one witness there. And um, the media has shown absolutely no interest in it because it happens to be a CNN anchor and not somebody named Tucker Carlson. Right. And it's really funny that you brought up that Fox News, a a personal friend of mine, not any of the hosts, but um, one of the um, contributors was kind of like wrapped up into that stuff. And when that came out, um, there almost seemed to be this glee that a lot of the mainstream media outlets had in in sort of covering it and and dragging my friend's name through the mud. He was completely cleared um, of all of this stuff. You know, he Mm -hmm. told me some behind the scenes stuff, but he was completely cleared of that. And and I wanted to ask you, because when I watched this interview, um, this man is very shaken by what happened to him. OK, and this is something that you don't see very often, which is, you know, sexual. So if you want to call it 
I will call, just call it sexual assault. That's what um, he calls from, it. That's what he calls it. And it's a sexual assault that is coming from a gay man towards a straight man. And I want to ask you, and I'll, I'll give you sort of like my belief on this. And if you don't want to get into this, that's fine. I think that the fact that it's a gay man assaulting a straight man, and it's almost like gays in the society today and all my problematics and everybody knows I'm gay. It's not a thing. <laughs> it's it's whatever. It's 2021. Nobody cares. But it, it's almost like we're kind of this protected class in society. And the gays that have risen to this level, it's almost like they should be protected at all costs, even when they're engaging in bad behavior. Hmm. I don't know if it's the gay thing. You know, Lemon's a black man. He's a gay man. He's a CNN anchor and he's woke. So like (laughs) there are a lot of things about him that would appeal to the mainstream media and make him untouchable, right? Unattackable. And the guy accusing him is a straight white male, which is, as you know, the worst possible thing you can be right now. So it's like the least sympathetic category. But meanwhile, if you look at this case through a different lens, that of class, that of actual privilege, um, this guy's Dustin Heist, the accuser, is on the losing end. He he is a bartender. He's got no money. He doesn't have any family connections. He has no political connections. He doesn't have a microphone. He doesn't have famous friends. He doesn't have millions of dollars every year like Don Lemon does. So why can't we listen to him? Why why do why would we instantly dismiss him? Right. Um, and we never look at anything through class anymore, though. But that's not one of the boxes that you check on this sort of new identity politics, you know, the intersectionality chart. He's not even on it. So he's been easy to dismiss. And um, I think it's been shameful because I do think that in an era in which we put almost any woman who makes an allegation on mm-hmm. the air, right, except for Tara Reid, who was accusing Joe Biden. Right. Um, but most women can get on the air by making an allegation. But what? Because he's a he's a straight white guy accusing Don Lemon. He they don't want to hear from him. Well, that's BS. And by the way, let me just say this. I understand people can make BS claims against celebrities, right? Just because I'm not a particular fan of Don Lemon and his journalism, but that doesn't mean I I don't see that he could be wrongfully accused, right? It yes. happens. So I understand that dynamic. And I, I understand the, the, the knee jerk by some people to say, oh, let's see, let's see, you know, this is just some crazy. Well, we've seen, and the case has not been thrown out despite Lemon's attempts to get it thrown out. Um, the, Don Lemon's had to sit for a deposition. Don Lemon, according to the plaintiff, has offered him almost a half a million dollars to settle the case. Lemon mm-hmm. denies it. Um, and the guy's got an eyewitness. So yeah. this is worth covering. Very much worth covering. And, you know, people don't generally offer out $500,000 settlements when they are completely innocent of something, right? And you brought up this this really interesting point of of class and all that stuff. And I think that when we have these woke conversations and we're talking about one thing that I bring up to my problematics a lot, and this is one thing that completely irritates me, um, is black multimillionaires talking about how oppressed they are. Mm-hmm. And, and we see this every single day from, you know, what you like to call, you know, you call it the class of the our moral betters, right? I think mm-hmm. I've heard you kind of use that term. And so I'm being told by, you know, by Don Lemon, by, by Whoopi Goldberg, by LeBron James, by all of these people that are multi-multi-millionaires many times over and live very, very privileged lives um, that they're victims. There's something about it that just doesn't sit well. And I think that that is one of the other reasons that maybe this isn't getting the attention it deserves, because then you would have to say, okay, you would have to strip away, you know, Don Lemon's blackness and his gayness and whatever, and just realize that this is somebody 
that has an enormous amount of privilege with which he moves through the world. Mm-hmm. To your point, I mean, one of the best examples of that is Meghan Markle and Oprah Winfrey sitting in front of, you know, their mega millionaire estates uh, in Montecito, California, crying about how tough their lives are. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. And you see them sitting side by side, and then it's like Oprah's backyard in the background, and the thing goes out for like five miles. It's- yes. And Meghan Markle's actually asking us to shed a tear and care in the midst of a pandemic in which millions of people are dying about what title her kid gets. Well, yeah. Guess what? And we you don't know, give a and- shit. <laughs> no, nobody does. And I think that, um, I, I think it was Tucker Carlson, I think it was, you know, watching him around this whole Meghan Markle thing. And he said that there's sort of this fundamental immorality when we have people that have achieved such high levels that are also now turning into the victims. Because if these people are the victims, then what does it say to the bartender that's, you know, busting his hump for 60 hour, 60 hours a week, you know, dealing with, you know, some of the Hamptons types, which you and I both know can, you know, maybe not be the friendliest from time to time if they do not think that you are somebody that is wealthy or famous or both or has something to offer. No, it's like none of that matters. If you don't have the right lady parts or skin color or sexual orientation or now gender identity, um, your pain doesn't matter. And, you know, double that if you happen to be a combination of white male from Appalachia, you know, like and straight and and cisgendered. Um, and I do think this guy, Dustin Heiss, has been up against it because even Lemon's attack on him in the case has been, oh, you know, you've sort of acted like an idiot after I allegedly attacked you, which I deny. He did, you know, stupid things like he supposedly showed up on Don's, but he did, he admits, showing up on Don's lawn and taking a drunken picture of himself with a lemon uh, in front of his crotch. It was like, basically, he was drunk and did something stupid. All of this is from the perch of like, I, this sort of famous multimillionaire newsman would ever do such a thing. Look at this, you know, plebe running around acting like an imbecile. And Dustin Heiss is like, I, I acted stupidly, but I was upset after Don Lemon allegedly rubbed his own penis and balls and then rubbed his hands all over my face. It has a right. way of upsetting a man, right? right? We're just gonna skip right past that and try to demonize him further for acting like a lot of guys with Dustin's background might have acted in trying to normalize something that he says was very humiliating. In a straight man, people automatically were like, you must have been gay because you offered to buy him a drink, uh-huh. a lemon drop. Which he, you know, he doesn't want people to think that because he's not. And um, his, his his testimonial makes sense to me. I don't know whether this happened or not, but his testimonial that I I behaved like a moron after the fact because I was trying to act like this is nothing to me, and I was willing to laugh it off, and I was in on the joke, and it was in fact really embarrassing and humiliating. Okay, Megan Kelly, journalist and host of the Megan Kelly Show. You can find her show on Sirius XM Triumph One Eleven from 12 to 2, five times a week, Monday through Friday, and find her on youtube.com slash Megan Kelly. Thanks so much for joining me, Megan, and um, all the problematics are going to love you. Uh, my pleasure. I feel like I'm one of them. I hope you can come on sometime soon. And since we're on a Don Lemon tangent today, he also thinks that you don't have the right to protect yourself, your home, or your family. More on that after the break.
So, uh, yeah, I know Problematics, it seems like a jump on Don Lemon uh, episode today. Look, we're just going to do Don this episode and then I'll just be over it probably for about another nine months. But there's even something other, something else stupid that he did. So this week, he's been trending all over on Twitter for basically saying, and I want you to listen to this, like, I really do want to give it the full context. But he's basically was trending all over on Twitter because he's basically was talking about the Rittenhouse thing. And, you know, we talked a lot about the Kyle Rittenhouse case last week. You know, Megan, Megan and I talked about it. But he, what he's basically saying in this clip, and I'm going to play this for you, is that this idea that you're protecting your home or your property or your neighborhood or whatever, this is a white thing and that this is vigilantism, right? So listen to this clip. This is what Don had to say. It is the ultimate degree of entitlement when people believe that this is how they're supposed to be. What the right is saying about Kyle Rittenhouse is that, well, the government didn't do its job, so it took a 17-year-old kid to come in and do what was right. That's vigilantism. That's not what people are not supposed to be vigilantes. We're not supposed to be taking um, justice into our own hands. Imagine if every single person in America did that. Imagine if you call for, um, for black men or just black folks to be armed and go out in the streets and you know, do what they think, justice, take it back, remember, and what they did to you, and slavery, whatever, go and, and take things and do. Imagine if people were condoning that or just doing that. Would there be a different perception in this country about who should and who shouldn't carry guns? Would our gun laws be different? I certainly think so. So there is a double standard, but it is the ultimate degree of entitlement. This is what I'm supposed to do because this belongs to me, meaning this street, this town, and this country. And I think it's tough for people to hear that, but it is the absolute truth. All right. Well, that's enough of that. Um, I, I really, really can only listen to this man, but for so long. And, and so I have a lot of issues with what he's saying right now. First of all, and, and like I told you guys last week, we're talking about this Rittenhouse thing. For some reason, um, a young white man killing two other white men has now been racialized in this country. I do not understand it. I don't know how we got here. The only explanation as to how we have gotten here is that the powers that be um, need for everything to be a referendum on race. They need for black people in this country to constantly be reminded of race and racism and all of this other stuff because um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are feeling so badly right now that they need people to be distracted because that's what this all is, is a distraction, right? So you guys know that. Problematics are, are aware of this. You know this stuff is all a, a distraction. But even furthermore, like on a deeper level here, what Don Lemon is saying, and this is somebody that, um, yeah, God, I lives in a multi-million dollar penthouse in New York City and, you know, goes into CN, the offices of CNN, of which I have been to the offices of CNN. There is security everywhere, okay? So this person is protected by armed security guards, like all of this other stuff, right? And so this person sits up on this soapbox in the midst of all of this stuff and in living this very privileged life that, that Don Lemon lives and says that, the people that were at the that were protecting, you know, their cities and in their homes and their businesses during the BLM riots of 2020. These were not protests; these were riots. Okay, because when there is a protest, um, it doesn't generally end up in the destruction of property. It doesn't end up in fires and looting and in people dying because people did die in the BLM riots of the summer of 2020. As much as the mainstream media wants to cover that up, we know that people died. Um, just think about David Dorn in St. Louis. But basically what he's saying is that 
Americans don't shouldn't be doing this. We are just supposed to wait on on the police or, or the powers that be. And these are the same police, which, by the way, idiots like Lemon and everybody else on the left and the mainstream media, like they want to defund the police and they want to do all that stuff. So this stuff doesn't make sense. And furthermore, from a racial lens, and this is what the left does, which I cannot stand. And honestly, to tell you the truth, the right needs to do a better job at this um, in terms of elevating the Second Amendment conversation and including black people in that conversation, because the Second Amendment is for black people, too. And so there's always this idea that comes from the left that, you know, the people that were patrolling or the people that were protecting property and their homes and their neighborhoods and all of this stuff from the BLM hordes were all white. That is absolutely not true. I absolutely was looking at a lot of these videos on Twitter, on the Internet and all that stuff. And you saw black men walking around carrying absolutely in these neighborhoods that were protecting you know, their small businesses. And this was absolutely a thing. And I saw it with my own two eyes. But, you know, when it comes to the left and the mainstream media, don't believe your lying eyes. Believe what we are telling you. And the reason that they always want African-Americans to be excluded from this Second Amendment conversation, the reason that they always want Black people to be excluded from this idea that the Second Amendment is for them as well, and they have a right to protect their homes and their families and everything like that, is because fundamentally, um, Black people are being used to push, are going to be used to push an anti-gun agenda. Because eventually, you know, like I said, and I didn't know this is going to become a Second Amendment conversation, but eventually what these people want, these people want nothing more than to have the government take the guns away from the citizens. This is what they want. If you look at what's happening in Australia right now, which, by the way, you will not see if you watch any of these networks, you have to see it on social media, whatever. What is happening in Australia with these people cracking down on them because of COVID happens because the Australian citizens have been disarmed by their government, right? And so this is what they want. And black people, once again, are used as a pawn in their agenda. And look, Don Lemon will be a useful idiot to them because people like Don Lemon, I don't know that he is aware of the way in which he's being used, or maybe these are just his politics. It doesn't matter. Um, but what they realize, people like Don Lemon, people like, you know, all of the people on the left that make this argument, uh, especially the elites, is that they realize or they think that in some capacity they will be protected when socialism, the socialism that they are softly advocating for comes to America. I hope it never does. But that's just a, a thing that that really irritates me about this conversation. And it is all the time. And I think I've told you guys this before, problematics. Black people are always, we are just, our agency in every situation is always removed from the left. Our agent, like my agency as a black American that has every right, just like any white American out there in 2021, to go train, go get my concealed carry permit to carry, to have a weapon in my house. I have the same right to do that as any white American. But like I said, people like Don and all these people on the left, they don't want African-Americans to realize that the Second Amendment is for us, but it is. And so that is fundamentally what this argument is about. 
Um, it is racializing something, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, that should not be racialized. And it's also sending the distinct message. And, you know, in a blackface will always be used to do this by the left. It is sending the distinct message that you need to let us and the police and all that stuff protect you from these evil white men because they're entitled. And to take ownership of your life and to use your Second Amendment rights and to protect yourself and your family and your home and your property or whatever, this is somehow a white thing. And that is about the least empowering thing I could ever hear, but this is what they think. This is what they do. So like I told you earlier in this episode, Don Lemon will be protected from credible um, accusations of sexual assault. He will be protected from all of these different things because he is able to be used to push the left's agenda in just this way. And my question problematics is, as always, are people waking up to this? Are black people waking up to this? Are white people waking up to this? Are Americans of all colors, are they really waking up to this agenda? Or are they still going to be asleep? Because that's where Don Lemon, CNN, and all the rest of them want you to be. Before we go, I want to thank my fellow problematics so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review and rate us with five stars on Apple Podcasts. And to hear more of my episodes and to get my weekly newsletter, go to Gingrich360.com slash Rob. You can also find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Rob Smith Online. Special thanks to our producer, Robert Borowski, researcher Aaron Kliegman, and executive producers, Debbie Myers, and speaker Newt Gingrich, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Part of the Gingrich 360 Network.